Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman is unaware of the danger to his friends Jimmy Olsen and private detective Candy Myers, who, in a small coffee shop on the London waterfront, have just spotted what they think are the objects of their day-long search. A burly sailor accompanied by a green and yellow parrot. Candy, do you think that that parrot with the big guy is Tippy? My hunch says it is, Jim, but we'll know for sure as soon as we hear her talk. Come on. Oh, wait. If that parrot is Tippy... Then the Sally's. What is the guy who murdered Dude McCoy? Yeah. So what? Well, well, he's a killer. He's dangerous. Relax and leave everything to me. Come on. Gang, since this is the second day of National Brotherhood Week, I can't think of a more appropriate time to read you part of a letter from a little Czechoslovakian girl who was only three years old when a great tragedy entered her life. Even though I was but very little then, she writes, I shall never forget the scene near Horrocks' barn where my father was shot and killed by the enemy. After that, I was taken away and sent to the house of Elsa Schultz in Germany. They told me that from then on I was to be her child, but I was unhappy there because she always hit me. Then when the war was over, the Allied soldiers came. They thought I really was Frau Schultz's child because by then I spoke only German. So they put me in an internment camp with her and I got sick there. Then when I was better, they sent me to a home for German orphans. And that was where my real mother found me. Now I don't have to be afraid of Elsa Schultz. I am still hungry, and I have a very bad cough. But my mama tells me, soon I will have more to eat, and I will get better because I have good friends in America. I hope so. And I hope my American friends will send food to my mama and me so we can get well and strong again. Pathetic, isn't it, gang? Yes, and even more pathetic when you consider the fact that there are thousands and thousands of boys and girls overseas whose plight is just as bad as that of this little girl. Can you sit back and enjoy the food and comfort you have without sharing a bit with those who are so much less fortunate? I'm sure your answer to that is no. Well, a little later, I'll tell you what you can do to help. So, keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, a jewel thief named Jude McCoy made a deathbed statement to private detective Candy Myers in which he revealed that Tippy, his parrot, could reveal the location of a fantastic underseas kingdom, a fabulous hideout for internationally wanted criminals that is located somewhere under the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Together, Clark, Kent, and Myers rushed to McCoy's suburban cottage, where they found that the parrot had been stolen 
by a tall, burly sailor who wears a gold ring in his ear. Accompanied by Jimmy Olsen, Kent and Myers spent an entire day scouring the London waterfront in a futile effort to find the parrot. Now, with Kent off to cover another area, Jimmy and Candy have entered a coffee shop where they approach a table near the window at which is seated a tall, husky sailor with a gold ring in his ear. And on the floor near him is a green and yellow parrot in a wicker cage. Sit down at this empty table near the parrot, Jim. And for Pete's sake, stop staring at him. Okay, but but watch him, Candy. That sailor's a, a killer, you know. I know, I know. Let me handle this. What do you have to eat? Oh, nothing. I, I'm not hungry. What? Well, just a minute ago, you were strictly from hunger. Well, I... I must have lost my appetite, I guess. Well, you better order something anyhow. It looks... Candy, that sailor, he's staring at us. Relax and be quiet. Uh, that's a nice parrot you got there, friend. Yeah, cute little fella. Ain't he, Jim? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, isn't he? Yo, uh... Don't mind if we visit with your bird a minute, do you, chum? Yeah, I do. Oh, now, look, chum. This bird don't like company. Well, that's funny. Most parrots do. Well, this one don't, see? And neither do I. Come on, Candy. No offense, man, pal. It's just that I'm nuts for parrots. Always was, ever since I was a kid. Say, does this bird talk? If he does, he don't talk to you. Now, be smart. You know something? This parrot looks just like one a friend of mine used to own. Tippy, his name was. Yeah, Tippy. What name did you say? Careful, Candy. Tippy. Funny name, ain't it? Hello, Tippy. I said out you. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Dutch. Hey, what are you putting that cover on the cage for? But he doesn't want us to know that this is Dude McCoy. Shut up, Jim. Oh, jeepers. Oh, you're looking for Dude McCoy's parrot, eh? Why, uh, that is where... Come with me, you blokes. Come on downstairs where we can do a bit of jawing over this private line. Oh, no, we can talk just as well up here. Do like I says, matey, if you want to stay healthy. This enemy pocket's holding a gun. And it says we go downstairs. Understand? Gee whiz, Candy, what do we do? Oh, I guess we do what the man says, That's Jim. using your head, matey, because you'll find that George DeSella always means what he says. George DeSella, huh? That's me name. Now, stay your stumps back of them swinging doors in the back. There's a flight of stairs leading to the cellar on the other side of them. Go on. Okay. But try this on your chin first. All right, quick, Jim. Get that parrot and run. Well, what about Don't you? worry about me. I'll join you in a minute. Go on, get out. All right. Oh, no, you don't. Out of the way. Smokes, Candy. How'd you ever fight your way out of that mess? How well, they all got to fighting each other. I bet they haven't missed me yet. Oh. Uh-oh. I spoke too soon. Come on, step on it, Jim. I can't go much faster. Here, give me that birdcage. That'll make it easier for you. Thanks. Here. Uh, oh. Wow, that was close. Someone whistled by my ear. Yeah, they can see us by the street lamps. I better cross over and onto that dock. Come on. I, I'm with you. All right. Duck into this passageway between that pile of freight. Right. I wonder, I wonder where this goes. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. They went out to the dock this way. They, they saw us. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Candy, look. Water up ahead. Yeah. 
end of the line. Well, now what? You got me. It's a cinch we can't turn back. That's right. Here comes to sell his mob. Maybe we better dive in and swim for it. Uh-uh. We drowned the parrot. She was. What can wait, we do? Wait, wait. Here's an empty packing case. Climb in. Hurry. Okay. All right. Now pull in your noggin, Jim. And for Pete's sake, don't make a sound. As Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers crouch low in the packing case, the caged parrot between them, Clark Kent arrives at a street corner where he had arranged to meet his friends. After waiting 15 minutes for them to appear, he grows worried and approaches a policeman. Good evening, officer. Good evening to you, sir. I I was to meet two friends of mine at this corner, and I was a bit late. I wonder if you could have seen them. Was a uh, ladies or gentlemen, sir? A, a husky young man and a wiry, freckle-faced young fellow, both Americans. Uh, sorry, sir. I ain't seen them. But then I've just come on duty, you see. Oh, I see. Well... Forgive I'll... my saying so, sir. But this ain't a very safe place for gentlemen to be strolling about at night. I suppose not, but I think I could take care of myself and my friends. Very well, sir. Just thought I'd offer a word of warning, you know. Thanks. Uh, oh, look, officer, I'm going to step into that pub across the street for a sandwich. If you should happen to see those two fellows I described, will you please tell them where I am? I'll be glad to, sir. It's very kind of you. Thanks very much. Unaware that his friends are at this very moment facing grave danger to their lives, Clark Kent saunters across the street and disappears into an inn. What will happen now? We'll know more in just a moment when we return for the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Now, gang, I'm going to tell you one way to practice and live in the spirit of real, true brotherhood. I'm sure you can guess what I have in mind since hearing me read that letter from the little eight-year-old Czechoslovakian girl. And you're right. It's to care about others and to share with others whose situation is not so fortunate as yours. As we've told you before on this program, millions of boys and girls overseas, destitute as a result of the ravages of war, look to you. They count on you, the lucky youngsters of America, to help them grow well again by sending them food and medicines. And you can do that by joining the Crusade for Children, a national organization whose sole purpose is to raise funds for food, clothing, and medicines to be sent overseas to sick and hungry boy and girl victims of the war. Members of Crusade for Children canvass their neighborhoods for contributions and raise funds in many other ways, including the staging of neighborhood plays, backyard carnivals, collections of scrap and waste paper, and the sale of cookies baked by themselves. Doing these things is lots of fun. And what's even more important, it gives Crusade members a feeling of doing something worthwhile to help others who are less fortunate. And every little bit of help such as that counts toward creating a feeling of mutual friendship and understanding among people of all nations, which is the root and foundation of lasting peace. So join the crusade for children in your city. Don't delay. Do it right away. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Pursued by the burly George DeSella and his London waterfront gang, Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers, carrying the caged parrot, raced up a dark passageway on a freight-loaded dock and took refuge in an empty wooden packing case. As we rejoin them now, DeSella and his henchmen are approaching their hiding place. Here they come, Candy. Yeah, be quiet now, Jim. My idea, DeSella. 
Maybe they dived into the water. Ah, we'd heard them splash or seen them swimming. They must be hiding here someplace, so keep looking. We've got to find that blasted parrot. He's too darn smart. They don't look in this box. I don't think they will, Jim. I covered the opening with a sack of coffee, see? Uh-huh. I sure hope it works. I can't wait to get this bird to a safe place. You and me both, chum. Do you think he can really tell us where this... this kingdom under the sea is, Candy? Well, that's what his late owner, Dude McCoy, said. But all this parrot said so far is hello, Dutch. Yeah, I wonder who... Quiet, Jim. They're coming this way. Oh, boy. She don't make a sound. All of every place they could on to sell it. But there's nothing but files and packing cases on this. The whole loaded. That beats me, mate. I still think they made a swim for it. Why didn't we hear them or see them swimming? I don't know. Unless they was drowning. Well, maybe. Come on, back to the street. We'll go out in a boat to look. Hey, they're going away, Candy. Yeah, but don't move yet. Wow, that was close. And how, boy, oh, boy. Won't Mr. Kent be surprised when he sees we've got Tippy? Won't he, Tippy? Jump and jump and shut him up! I can't. We lost the cage cover. Oh, shut up, you stupid parrot. Shut up. Quiet, Tippy. So keep safety quiet. This is great. Just great. What do we do now, Candy? There's nothing we can do, Jim. We're cooked, but good. Trapped, their hiding place betrayed by the talkative parrot. Jimmy Olsen, Candy Myers expect the worst at the hands of burly George DeSella and his London waterfront mob. With Clark Kent, who is Superman, some distance away and completely unaware of their peril, how can they hope to escape? We'll see you tomorrow, gang, when lots of exciting, fast-moving action takes place in Chapter 7 of Kingdom Under the Sea. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for more thrills in The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.